Welcome to Soloish, a podcast about being unmarried, but far from alone. Now, yes, I know this is a podcast about being unmarried, but I do have a very special married couple in the studio with me today. My parents, Nina and Dino Bonos, or as I like to call them, mom and dad. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Uh, and they met when they were both co-workers in the Bay Area in the mid-1970s. Um, they ended up getting married about four years later in 1978, and four years after that, they had me and then my brother. And now, I, I know their story very well, um, been hearing about it for 33 years, <laughs> but I thought it would be fun to talk to them about the beginning of their relationship and how they might think dating has changed in the past 40 years. Um, so think back to when you guys met in the 70s in the workplace and dad, can you start us off? Do you remember what your first impression was of mom? Oh, I remember her being very talkative. And <laughs> <laughs> she was in my office and uh, we, we met through uh, her boss. And uh, she, uh, she and I talked and we went on and on and had a good conversation. About and, what? Oh, just about what we've done and how we, uh, and what, what, what her background was and going to school and I was a park planner. Your okay. mom was a planner for the planning department. We worked in separate departments, but okay. where offices were next door to each other. So, uh, okay, so, but that's like the logistical logistical stuff. Of yeah, how right. You met. But like, my first impression was uh, she was uh, very attractive and uh, cute, and uh, I, you know, I enjoyed talking to her. She was a lot of fun to talk to, and uh, so that's kind of how it started. And uh, we'd go to coffee together. Um, in the coffee shop, and we got to know each other for fairly well. We go to lunch, and uh, oh, we were at a ha- we were looking for. We decided we were going to live together, share <laughs> a house together. Before you were dating. Before we well, we we, we this got uh, this gets complicated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I was invited to a uh, friend's house in in Tahoe, uh-huh. and um, I I didn't want to drive up. I didn't want to drive up there alone. Go spend my New Year's by myself. So I invited <laughs> your mom. To uh, come with me. And uh, even though it was, it was a house full of guys, I thought, you know, I'll bring Nina along. And so um, now here we can let mom cut in. Um, you went on this trip and you were the only woman? No, he said guys. It was guys as a um, non... Like a bunch of coworkers. People, yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't coworkers. It was friends of dads from... Um, no, it was it was... My friend Wayne, yeah. I knew from high school yeah. and junior college and yeah. college, yeah. he invited me to spend time at his parents' cabin in Lake Tahoe. Uh-huh. And at that point, you guys had just had coffee together? That was about the no, extent wait, of the wait, time let's, you let's spent go together? Back. Let's okay. go back. You asked me a question if it was just guys. To tell you the truth, I don't even remember because I was so <laughs> excited to be going with your dad. I don't even remember the other people. <laughs> um, it must not have made that much of a difference because... I studied architecture. I was one woman to every eight men at Berkeley yeah. when I was going to school. I was the first woman in a lot of the planning jobs that I had. So I didn't really notice okay. so much if okay. there was a lot of guys around. Yeah. But to tell you the truth, I can't remember. Who <laughs> was there? Okay. But catch me up on like how well you knew each other at the time you were deciding to drive several this is like a five hour drive from where you lived yeah to go four, up to four the hours, four yeah. or five hours yeah. to go up to the mountains over a holiday weekend that's like that's that's kind of a big deal i guess the thing that's different you asked a question or made a statement about how dating has changed in the last 40 years 
as you know, I'm an extremely cautious person, and I felt relaxed with your dad from day one. And also because even though we hadn't gone out together before this date, mm-hmm. um, we saw each other at work for months before and had small talk for for months. So it's not like I didn't know him at all. Maybe yeah. I hadn't gone on a date with him, but. So that was yeah. a good weekend. It was a good weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny that it's, well, we had the house to ourselves. Yeah, it was New Year's Eve. <laughs> and and all the, of a sudden, magically, everybody left. And there was just the two of us on New Year's Eve. In this house that, you in know, the snow. house. In, in the yeah. snow. And uh, we were going to go skiing, I think. Yeah, it was, the whole idea was we were going to go skiing. And uh, first thing in the morning, the next morning, uh, arriving, uh, my car wouldn't start. Hmm. And I had a really difficult time to get the car started. And I don't think I ever, it took forever. And um, So we never got to go skiing never, that weekend. We never, we went, oh. um, really didn't go up to the ski, went skiing. I mean, brought skis with me, I'm sure. Um, we were but going Mom, to go you cross country really, skiing. You don't really ski. Cross country. Well, this, I don't really ski. I did ski. Um, this was a long time ago. Yeah, okay. But just as a test or this is one of the most true things about our relationship, I'm kind of afraid of going fast and heights and things. And so um, when we were, we went cross-country skiing several times, and what your dad would do is he would ski down a, a hill mm-hmm. and tell me whether he thought I could do it. And I trusted him to be honest and if he said that I could do it, I could do it, and I did it. Okay, so if you couldn't do it, though, then you'd be stuck on top of the hill. Well, he would come back and get me. I just <laughs> okay. The whole thing was I never worried because he's so considerate. It sounds really sickeningly sweet, but... <laughs> <clears throat> Not juicy enough. <laughs> okay, but so... All right, so how did the weekend go? You want the truth? <laughs> <laughs> well, I brought well, you that's here. That's why we're here. <laughs> okay, so... We're driving home, and your dad said. So your dad was going out with somebody else at, at the, the time, time that he, that he took me you. on the ski trip, okay. and the boyfriend that I had was a landscape architect and was leaving fairly soon to go work on the pipeline in Alaska, as a lot of landscape architects did, at least around California. Mm-hmm. And so we, your dad said. Something to me like, just because I took you on this weekend, don't expect me to ask you out again. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Here's this man who's the most. I didn't know this part of the story. I thought you knew this. Here's this man that I've described as the most sensitive, caring man I've ever met. And he said the most insensitive thing to me of almost my whole life. Towards the end of our first date. Yeah. And he said that to me, and I just said, well, could you at least take me cross-country skiing? <laughs> because you never actually <laughs> Because we skiing. didn't get the chance to go skiing. Aww. And I just don't understand. Maybe he was thinking something else and the words came out wrong, but that's pretty much what exactly what was said. And here we are 40 years later. <laughs> well, um, Dad, do you remember this? I remember that, yeah. <laughs> what, what, was what was going, going on? My, yeah. Well, I was in a relationship, as your mom said, and she was, and your mom was in a relationship, too. And I didn't know about all this other drama about he was leaving or anything. So I thought she was in a relationship, and I, yeah. I was in a relationship. So I 
didn't I but they must not have been serious relationships if you're inviting yeah but considering the fact of how we were open I was open about my relationship with the other woman I was seeing and uh, (laughs) uh, yeah but one always has hopes (laughs) so um, I I decided that I don't know how I decided I felt like I was um, want to be up front with her I want to be up front with her I was seeing somebody else yeah Yeah, yeah, you have to consider the fact we didn't go skiing but we ended up in a house alone on New Year's Eve yeah use your imagination and then he tells me on the way home (laughs) don't expect me to take you out again oh my god Okay. All right. But then, so what happened after that? Because obviously you saw each other again. I think we um, decided to see each other uh, again. And we went out. uh, I think your mom invited me over for dinner. And um, I know exactly what happened next. So so anyway, as I remember it, we we went out. We we I spent. We spent the weekend together. Uh, the I think it was a couple of weeks later, and um, had a lot of fun, and it was changed everything. Okay, you want my yes, my take I, on yeah, the story? Sure. So we decided that we were both going to take a class at the JC. I don't think it was even the, the same class. College. The junior college. So we were standing in line for a long time trying to get first priority, and um, I think your dad asked, said, "Do you want to go out next weekend?" And I said, yeah, you want to come over for dinner? Okay, so you want to, this man that you had a great time with, and then he tells you, don't expect for me to ask you out again. He does ask you out, and you say, let me cook you dinner? That doesn't <laughs> seem to, that doesn't make sense to me. Well, that's the way it happened. Okay. Yeah. That's the way it happened. So he came over for dinner. I always forget if it was Friday night and left Sunday afternoon, or if it was... It was a long time because, I mean, I was... a lot of dishes. No. Just, you know, so this is 40 years ago. But I've always wondered about that because I would go out on a date with somebody for a few hours. Yeah. Or maybe once in a while it would end up being a night. Yeah. But to have somebody come for dinner on a night and not leave until at least 36 hours (laughs) later... I obviously, we obviously had some chemistry and had a good time. Hi, this is Lisa Bonos, and I'm here with my parents, Nina and Dino Bonos, talking about the beginning of their relationship 40 years ago, and I'm learning things I had never knew before. At what point did you decide, like, we're a couple now, this is... You know, we're, at some point, some of these boyfriends and girlfriends had to be told what was going on, right? So I um, was being sent by work to a conference of the, the National Trust for Historic Preservation mm-hmm. in uh, Seattle. Yeah. And dad at the time was probably the historic building coordinator, but that was my background. So we just... We somehow decided we were going to go on this trip together. Okay. So we drove to Friends, and basically we were together. You drove all the way to Seattle? We drove from to Seattle. Northern California? Yeah. So we were together. Was the trip 11 days? I think the trip was 11 days, and we were together 24 hours a day. And I fell in love with your dad on that trip. He can answer for himself. <laughs> 
I think our relationship took a significant turn. I, you know, I felt really a lot closer to your mom at that at the end of that trip. And, okay. Uh, things things evolved. Um, yeah, that was that was uh, an amazing trip because we were we had spent time at your mom's friend's uh, house in Seattle, and then mm-hmm. we went off and uh, we went camping in my. Uh, little BMW and Mm -hmm. uh, drove up to some uh, nice island, uh, Salt Spring Island, uh, as I recall, in uh, Canada. We camped Mm -hmm. out there in in my tent. And And at that point, were you still seeing other people? I was not. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was, still had relationship (laughs) friends. You had what? I still had a girlfriend. Okay. uh, So it was, it was So then what, so what happened What happened? It was. I'll I think it let was. Let Dad just, speak. I think it was. Uh, <laughs> I think it was just being. I don't know. Just being morally comfortable with uh, your mom, and uh, we we really felt close. I felt really close to her at at the end of that trip, and I think that was really the big the biggest change of that relationship. But I think throughout. So then, did you come our, back from the trip and break up with the other girlfriend? Like, do you remember what happened? I don't there? think. Uh, I don't think it was necessarily a breakup. I think I, I think our relationship was still rather op- still open. We were okay. still seeing okay. other. Uh, you know, I think we were um, uh, much more serious about each other, and we went. I think the following your mom and yeah. I, and your mom and I were much more serious about each other at that time, at that point, at the, after after that trip. Um, in fact, um, the following summer, or was it the following? 75, yeah, that trip that we went to um, Seattle, I think it was in, um, was it the summer of 74? No, because I moved to Sonoma County in the summer of 74. must have been the summer of 75. Well, uh, anyway, um, we, like like you said, so many years. But I remember we we went to Alaska, and then I remember asking her to marry me when we were in Alaska. And that was how long? That was how long after, had you think, been dating? I think we'd been dating and knowing each other, known each other for um, probably um, a year, oh, at least a year. And mom, what did you say when dad asked you to marry him? Well, I said no, but <laughs> I think he has the timing wrong. I think you went. When did you go to Europe? What year was that? Seventy-six. It was. Yes, we've ta- had this conversation before. <laughs> oh no! Well, then we didn't go, but we went to. We went to. I know we went to. Uh, we went to Alaska. Alaska after that because I was working for the trust when we went to Alaska. Because we went to a um, trust advisors barbecue. Oh, okay. That was like seventy seven. Oh okay. Well, I know that Dad asked Mom to marry him. Twice. Well, I remember. No, I remember four times. I four remember times. Actually, after Europe, seventy six. <laughs> 76. I may be easy, but not that easy. 76. We, um, in 76, I know I asked you that when I came back from Europe. Yeah. And and what, and what you said no that time? That was, that I was said no. First, I think that was the first time. Why did you say no? Because I'm, I wasn't. I'm Jewish and he's not, and that was really important to me that I marry somebody Jewish. That's part of the reason that the whole relationship was so much fun, because I knew it could never go anywhere. Okay. <laughs> Okay, and when then, you take the pressure off of yourself, wonderful things can happen. Okay, so Dad, when she kept saying no, 
and you guys are still living together and still dating. uh, I think we actually, when we, uh, she kept saying no, I think we decided actually we were going to, she had taken this other job. Uh, She had moved out of the house and we decided that we were going to give the the relationship, we were going to split, leave the house and I was going to find another place to live. Okay. And I ended up buying a house. Um, But, um, so I decided that, uh, you know, I think we kind of put the relationship on, see other people and just kind of put it on hold and see it on a hold, but um, in a open situation and see where it goes. At that time, I was 25 years old and I spent two years with Dino. And I thought, um, you know, 25, I was thinking ahead to getting married. And if I wasn't going to get married to him and had already said no a couple of times, yeah. I should move on. Yeah. So that I got a job in San Francisco and... He was going to help me find an apartment and get established, and I was going to help him find an apartment and get established. And so we started dating other people. And um, this is two years. I, this two is years two years dating. after dating. After yeah. And I realized once I moved away that um, really I wanted to be with Dino, but I had this great job opportunity, and I was going to be independent from him so you're gonna be solo-ish that was gonna be solo-ish exactly and so was exactly (laughs) okay and then what happened well well then she then she got this uh, apartment in san francisco and i got a i had a job in uh, marin county uh, so like a half an hour drive from each other no well you see i i still worked in i still worked in santa rosa which is 60 miles north of san francisco and i had another job that because my job was cut back in hours i had another i my boss found me another job in marin and um the uh, which was closer to San Francisco, so mm-hmm. I had two jobs, two part-time jobs, and I could see, I could go down to work in Marin and then go see your mom, mm-hmm. go see uh, in San Francisco, yeah, and then uh, and then I come back to my job in Marin. I would be kind of counter commuting, you know. I would it would I could have my own hours. See her on a Tuesday night, see spend her on a the Tuesday night, night, and then I go back say, to work on Wednesday. Okay, no. and then she would come up. She would come up to my place. I had a I had a condo in Santa Rosa, and she would come up to my place on the weekends. And so I would uh, have a city place during the week, and then we'd spend the time in the country place yeah, on yeah, the weekends. Sounds, sounds like a good deal for you, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> it was ideal because we had a city place on a country place, and we were together, or we could have, or we could be apart. And yeah. I think that when you have all that freedom um, and no shoulds. It's really easy, or it was easy to figure out what was important. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then when did you decide finally that, like, yes, I will marry this person? Well, actually, I decided that I wanted to get married then. <laughs> and When? Um, when you were living? When I was when living, living separately. And I asked him, and he said no. Oh, really? What? I said, let's get married. And you said no. And I kept saying, let's get married. Let's get married. (laughs) And to this day, I repeat at least once a week, let's get married. (laughs) Just for the record, you're married. (laughs) We've been married for uh, 36 and a half years. But it's just kind of funny. It just goes to show that people always want what they can't have. 
You know, it's like if people say, marry me, and the person says no multiple times, that's not the usual scenario. Well, as I recall, I thought we were sitting in my uh, living room. We were listening to John Denver (laughs) singing Annie's song, and I think it was, and I asked you to marry me, and you said yes. Yeah, but that's after I had been asking you for a long time, for weeks or months. And and you had to say no because she you kept asking her and she was saying no, right? Yeah, I think it was just like uh, just a kind of a reaction. Yeah. It was you know. the emotion of if, it's too bad John Dem- Denver's no longer with us. But it was just I was so tired after more than two years of trying to figure out. I really wanted to marry him, but he wasn't Jewish. And how was I going to resolve that? It was my head and my heart mm-hmm. having a fight. And so in the minute, in the motion, in the emotion of the moment, I said yes and never regretted it. Yeah. Well, let me clarify the, the, uh, the request that you were making. <laughs> okay. <laughs> about Mary, Mary, me. I thought it was, it was felt like it was, I'm so lonely. I'm so lonely living here. Marry me. Come living, rescue me. Because you know, me were this, living a, like an hour drive Yeah, apart. she was living in yeah. San Francisco and she just, I think she was so frustrated with her job. It was like, get, t- get me out of this place. Uh, <laughs> you know, no, it, wasn't, it wasn't, and it wasn't, it wasn't the ideal situation. You know, rescue me. That was kind of like, it was almost like it was, um, uh, not n- not coming from her heart. It was almost mm-hmm. like it was just something. Get me out of the situation. Get me out of the situation. Get me out of the situation. And that's that's kind of what I felt. And it was Okay. Does that feel right, Mom? Yeah, I had also um, had uh, an illness and um, uh, an eye infection that mm-hmm. just was um, life-changing in a way. Mm-hmm. And so it was a difficult time. And he wanted to make sure that I was uh, not reacting to the circumstances of my life. Yeah. Well, which seems pretty similar to when one of these times when he asked you to marry him after coming back from a long trip in Europe, right? Didn't you just say, like, oh, you just missed me? Was no. It, that, I, 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 that's the story you tell. You've told. Oh, also, when he was gone, as he said, we had an open relationship. So I had, um, had dated a lot of other people while he was gone. <laughs> okay. 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 I, I, why not? You okay. know. All right. Let's fast forward a couple decades. You have <laughs> two kids. I'm 33. My younger brother is 30. We're both not married. Um, I often tell people that I'm single because of you guys. Um, that you just set the bar for marriage and parenthood so very high. Um, but now I'm wondering, do you have any dating advice for me? I think that what I would say is that your dad didn't really fit the profile of the person I thought that I would marry, number one, that he's not Jewish. And that's not to say that I'm giving you advice to marry somebody not Jewish, but I'm a real planner, and some things it's really difficult to plan. And also, judging from the first date, because I know that when you are thinking about being single, that first dates can be really important. And I would say that my the outcome of my first date with Dino was disastrous. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying don't think about, like, go, like... Give it just, another chance. Okay. Sometimes things, sometimes words come out wrong, 
sometimes circumstances don't happen the way you wish they would, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the person is a bad person. Um, sometimes you need to give people a second and third chance. Okay. I would say that uh, to uh, would be kind of restate what you just said would be um, to keep things open and being able to look at uh, seeing things evolve from maybe more of a friendship than rather than a kind of an emotional um, uh, visceral or emotional reaction. You know, maybe it's it's part heart and it's part head, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I think a lot of the, the comfort I feel being with your mom has been uh, um, a little bit of both, you know. When I, if something is totally emotional, uh, you know, I feel love. I feel emotionally love, loving. Mm-hmm. But it's also, you know, we are kind of we are very compatible. Mm-hmm. Similar backgrounds and similar interests, and similar um, similar backgrounds. Similar backgrounds in education and backgrounds because uh, her mother came from Europe and my mother came from Europe at about the same age, and uh, European background. Even though they're different religions. Um, there's uh, there is a cultural uh, kind of a bond to Europe, and we had kind of the same kind of same values, and the values are kind of really important. And if you don't have the same values, then it's, uh, it's difficult to continue a relationship. So, what we found, or what I found, is um, in Judaism, uh, family is really valued above all, and the Greek culture has the same. Um, value. Yeah. So that was compatible. And there's also the love of food, too. I mean. <laughs> so that me- what did she make, this meal? <laughs> you Paprika had- veal. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> she uh, remembers. Right. Yeah, I remember. And right. This uh, is why you always tell me, Mom, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach, which I just can't stand because it makes it sound like, oh, I'm just supposed to invite someone over and cook them dinner and they don't deserve it. On, it's on a second date. I'm not going to cook someone dinner for a second date. <laughs> well, also, we lived in rural Sonoma County, and you live in uh, urban Washington, D.C., and people go out to eat a lot yeah. more now than they did then. Okay. That's true. But also, it was a real—I um, love to cook, and um, it was an act of giving. Yeah. Yeah. I think the most important part about our relationship is that we're really spontaneous. We're mm-hmm. really willing to take risks. We're both really giving, and we're both really honest and sensitive. And none of that spontaneity or um, joy or impulsiveness or excitement came out in this discussion, I don't think. Uh, uh, Spontaneity? Yeah, I, 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 I mean, yeah. going on this trip when yeah, you didn't exactly. know each other and honesty, like, oh, hey, just, you know, I'm not going to ask you what again. Okay. Don't okay. expect me to ask you. That was an expectation. <laughs> yeah, don't okay. expect. Did it wasn't I, like, I'm not okay. going to ask yeah, you. Okay. Okay. So, don't put any expectations yeah. on me. No, I get, I, that was, I get that it. Was, so yeah. it wasn't the words no, that I used to describe this, but it's the situations themselves that were so spontaneous. Yeah. We could, the, the joy, the joy in this relationship from day one until now, 40 years later, 
is that we can be who we are. We. Mm-hmm. Okay, mom, you can cry. It's okay. <laughs> we wrote our own wedding vows, and they're as true today as they were 36 years ago. And that is that we wanted the our union to mean that we did not have to give up who we were, mm-hmm. and that the love that we share would would extend beyond us to the people that we encounter in our everyday lives. And it uh, does. It does. Yeah. Well, thank you both for coming and being so honest and <laughs> telling, filling in some blanks and stories that I didn't know. Um, but thanks to everyone okay. who's been listening. Okay. Um, and we will catch you next time. Okay.